If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hey everyone, welcome to Lore Party, the podcast that explores the lore, characters, and universes of our favorite video games. My name's Abu, and today I'm joined by a healthy section of the Lore Party team. A lot of y'all really showed up today for a fun, casual little end-of-the-year, game-of-the-year discussion. Casual is not what I would describe this. Casual, yeah, Yeah, we'll see how heated it gets. I mean, Wade over here is ready to throw fisticuffs. I'm cutting (laughs) throws, I'm throwing hands. It's casual for now. Yeah. So the game plan for today is very, very simple. This is non-scripted. We're just going to have a fun end-of-the-year chat before we all head out for the holidays and wrap up our 2022. We all played a lot of video games this year, of course, and we decided to come to this conversation with two selections, two Game of the Year nominations. One is just a game that we happened to play in 2022, but didn't necessarily come out this year. And then the other selection is a genuine 2022 game that released this year, that we played this year, and that we had a lot of fun with. So we each have two nominations. We're going to share them. We're going to defend them. We're probably going to rip each other's nominations to shreds, and it'll be fun. (laughs) Okay, well, Connor, you're the first person on my screen. Do you want to kick it off for us and share your two selections? Absolutely. Love to. Uh, Yeah, so I, for my two categories, I... I kind of, uh, you know, welched a little bit. I hedged a little bit because I have two-way ties for both of them. Uh, I, I, it's it's kind of hard to just really come down on a single because for games that came out in 2022, games that I played this year that are that came out this year, it's it's down to God of War Ragnarok, which I'm currently playing and just am blown away by. It's just I'm just as soon as I started playing, as soon as I like really started digging into the the meat of it, I was like, this is. This is the best game I've played this year. But at the same time, I, I'm tempered by uh, another game I played earlier this year that I also recently finished, Horizon Forbidden West, another PS5 game that was just I'm just in love with. So it's hard to say God of War Ragnarok is my decisive goatee this year because I haven't finished <laughs> it. I'm still in the process of playing it. I'm just it's just so good and I'm so you know enjoying it so much. And I've had such a hard time like putting it down. Like the first few times I played it, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is definitely a contender." But having finished Forbidden West, I, like I know the full scope of the game, I know the story and all the activities it has to offer, and I just, I just remember feeling like, you know, Zero Dawn was one of my favorite PS4 games, and it was such a such a great experience. And then when I played Forbidden West, I just thought this was such a perfect sequel. It's like everything good about the first game just kind of tuned up and you know mm-hmm. turned up to eleven. So. I loved Forbidden West so much, and Ragnarok's the same way. Another perfect sequel, amazing follow-up to an amazing game. So they're just kind of like two sides of a coin almost, just PS5 adventures that are really gripping, really fun, and really rewarding story-wise. So uh, it's it's just got to be a tie between those two for me yeah. personally. And then for games that I played this year that didn't come out this year that just were favorites, actually two 
pretty under the radar indie games. Uh, I actually, it's funny, I bought them at the same time. I kind of played them around the same time, and they were both on 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 sale on Steam at the same time. So it's kind of like they played parallel to me. Uh, one is called Project Wingman, uh, which is a uh, flight simulator. Well, not a simulator, but you know, kind of like an Ace Combat type uh, air, aircraft game. And it originally came out in 2020, I believe. And so I, you know, I'm coming to coming to it late, but uh, it, that was just an incredibly fun, very rich experience. Really cool story mode, really cool conquest mode, just fun. I mean, I think I really got into it this summer, this past summer in 2022, right after I saw Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I can't lie. When you said Project Wingman, I thought Connor was like, I'm playing a dating sim. That's what I thought too. Yeah, I was like, "Oh shit!" I was One like, of those anime dating sims. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, it's an early like access I, dating simulator. You know, like I, yeah. If you that's uh, why it's still project in the name. If you pledge to the Kickstarter now, you get access to mystery. Yeah. Characters, the pickup artist character you can play as. But no, that would be a that would be a good name Project for Wingman. a dating sim game. That wouldn't be bad. Maybe that one like a that like pickup. Pick up line simulator game. I don't no, know if I, anyone I, remembers I, that. The FMV I don't want to remember. Thing. There were a bunch of yeah, those. But it, 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 uh, you, have um, to, you can't. I, I think you're telling oh, yeah. a little bit on yourself, Wade. Anyway. So that's okay. Oh, yeah. There's, I, I played. <laughs> all, did you see the eyebrow like, raise that Wade did? He was like, no, I have not played them. For, <laughs> very different genre. For the, for the record, this is a bit <laughs> <But> Project <laughs> Wingman, though. You can't they are actually, real. No. You're not. I remember like helping everybody get dates. That's the whole point. What exactly, if it's yeah. a, f- You're the assist. a flight sim with a dating yeah. like visual novel side? Oh, yeah, like after a that mission, would sell. After a mission, you flirt with your fellow pilots. You're a, just a private jet pilot looking for love. Hey, hey, let's fund it. Nice. <laughs> hey, Lore, Lore Party Studios, That's let's amazing. get that publishing think, li- uh, label I think there going. There's something there. Not to derail get, this. <laughs> no, well, no, we're uh, see, we're we're talking about our goaties, but we're also taking notes on uh, games we want to develop mm-hmm, when mm-hmm, uh, Lore mm-hmm. Party Studios launches. Which any sure. day now, right? Yep, Boom. working on yeah, it. Any day mm-hmm. now. <laughs> but anyway, but no, I, it was so, it was so funny. My my, uh, my <laughs> wife and I went and saw Top Gun Maverick in theaters this past summer, and uh, it was just so much fun. I was like, dude, this is awesome. And uh, and yeah, I saw Project Wingman in the store. It's like that looks fun. And so, <laughs> but no, a really fun game, really cool. Uh, just you know, no frills. Um, but the second kind of the other side of the tie for uh, games that I played this year is another really really cute little indie game called The Gunk. Honestly, just really amazing, really charming little uh, indie game, uh, kind of platformer adventure, uh, where you know it's these, about these two like space explorers who crash land on a mysterious alien planet, and it's overrun with uh, this floating goop that, you know, kind of kills everything it touches, and it's honestly, like, it reminds me a little bit of, like, Super Mario Sunshine, where, like, you're cleaning up the environment and, like, you're exploring, and this is this really charming little story, but, like, what really grabbed me about it was the art style, the music, the atmosphere, it was all just so memorable, yeah. and uh, it's actually a pretty short little game. It's, you know, I think, uh, if I can look at my stats really quick, I, I think... Look at those I, stats. How long I played it for. Uh, yeah, about... About eight hours. Like you can wrap it up I in about seven that. or eight hours. It's a it's a pretty nice little 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 you know bite sized experience and just again really just really cute, really charming. A lot of personality to it and um, yeah, just it was memorable. It was like short, sweet to the point, and just you know a fun little ride. So uh, the Gunk and Project Wingman both very different games, but I kind of played them at the same time, and they were just probably the most memorable little indie games I played this year. 
So they were kind of the foil to my bigger budget AAA, you know, PS5 games that were probably my game of the year contenders this year. So that's what I've got. That's that's been my I, I, so many honorable mentions. Though I mean, I Dark Tide came out this yeah. year with a bang. Um, it's still. Hey, Wade and I could probably talk about Dark Tide all day. I mean, uh, I I only played a little bit uh, as much as my PC would allow. But right, yeah, my it's a little wonky GPU. <laughs> yeah, with an already kind of wonky technically game. Yeah, yeah, Dark Tide's getting patched. It's probably like the progression and the inventory and the loot like were not great, but the combat is solid. Like the gameplay loop, the core gameplay loop is. Dude, the really, music is. The music ooh. is amazing. Jesper yeah. Kid, the composer of Assassin's Creed Two. Jesper Kid. Now, if you want to talk about a goat. Like, go uh, composer, Jesper Kid, right there. Legitimately contender for my favorite soundtrack of the year in a year where Elden Ring and God of War came out. Oh, that's right, yeah. Jesper that, Kid that also heavy did... industrial with the mm-hmm. choirs. Oh, my God. Oh. It, it gets, like, a little bit of 80s techno there, here yeah. and there. It's so good. Anyway, no, there's so much so much good stuff that came out this year, but those are probably my highlights. That's what I've got. Nice. Those are great picks. Next. Silent clap. All right. Lawrence, you're, you are next on my screen, Lawrence. Woo. So the mic is yours. All right, so <clears throat> I'm cheating because <laughs> I'm cheating. Let me, <laughs> let, oh. me let me and just then, start okay. right off the bat. Right out of the gate. So like, so no, one, no one on the internet is like, well, wait a minute, because <laughs> technically this game released this year. It had a physical release this year, but the game itself came out like three days before I got married the year before. So like, it still counts. So we're going to go to mm-hmm. the physical release. My game of the year contender is uh, Eastward. Eastward was like a fantastic, just like crazy little like 2D indie game uh, that this like, it was a Shang- it was like a small Shanghai development team came up with. But it is like, the music is fucking amazing. Like you guys got to watch the trailer and like instantly you want to play the game. The story is like surprisingly deep for it being this like just kind of like quick pick up and put down kind of game. And it's just like, honestly, it's a great story. It And it, it kind of feels like you're playing or it's like paying homage to like Earthbound, like uh, Dragon Warriors. Uh, it sort of feels like you're playing The Last of Us a little bit. Um, and it's all in this like really kind of like cute package. This is a very like just like underrated game fantastic i would recommend it and it's on game pass you know not to promote anything here but if you want to play it right now and you're <laughs> there you go. the greatest deal in gaming no actual sponsorships here <laughs> but no it's, it's like um this uh this honestly fantastic fucking game like i would recommend it for for anyone like once you pick it up you won't you won't put it down and so I also say that like my secondary game and I have a secondary game and an honorable mention. So, you know, about to about to let it fly. My secondary game <laughs> that I didn't uh that didn't come out this year uh would be uh 2064 Read Only Memory, another indie game from a small studio. Like love that game, narrative storytelling like mm-hmm. mystery game where you know that also has this like cyberpunk element where you're dealing with like the first sapient machine and you're an underpaid reporter in San Francisco in the future. It is a great game. It is like that studio like kicked ass on that. The music is amazing. There's narration. 
The voice acting is good. So that's my secondary. And then my honorable mention is The Last of Us Remake. It's the second remake of The Last of Us that I have actually played. So I'm like... <laughs> but that came out this year. Yeah. So shouldn't that be the this year, Goaty? I mean, no, because I already cheated. So, like, <laughs> I already cheated it. I'm, so... I'm, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just trying to make something, you know, I'm not, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm not about to... I'm not, I'm not doing it twice now. The internet can... Like, let's mess this all the way The up. internet can only take so much <laughs> cheating. Um, but, you know, The Last of Us, like, honestly, this is the second remake of The Last of Us 1. And I have paid for that game mm-hmm. twice. So, like, that should say something. Fantastic story, as always. Nice little additions, updated graphics. It was fun being Joel and, like, you know, power slamming someone's face into a brick wall because you just decided to go in and shoot everything instead of doing the stealth route. Yeah. <laughs> and also, the, the show's coming out soon, so... Yeah, the show. Yeah, so I'm actually, I've actually been kind of eyeballing the remake now that some time has passed, and you know, mm-hmm. now there's fewer things that I feel like I have to play. Mm-hmm. And with the show coming out, I'm probably gonna be in the mood again. So oh, I, I, I beat that game. Probably do it again. I probably beat that game like six times. So like, when I played the remake, I was like yeah. flying. I I platinumed it on PS4, which included the multiplayer, wow. which was a wow. process. So yes, I 100 percent with you on that. Pretty sure the remaster, the PS4 version, is on um, uh, PlayStation Plus. So if you're su- subscribed to that, you can play it right that's away. That's right. Yeah, but that's the ugly 2014 version. Yeah, but yeah, it, yeah. It's not <laughs> the, the one with the bad graphics. It's, uh, from it's four dead. Years ago. It's not as crisp. Uh. It, like approach it like Nintendo. It's like don't look at that old thing. Look at the new thing. Look at the new thing we just made for you. Fuck all that old shit. <laughs> um, and I think. Um, I don't know. I don't. Do I have any other? Yeah, play play all those games I mentioned. I don't think I have anything else. All right, Wade, sir, you are up. Hit us with your endless list of games. <laughs> well, I mean, I do have a um, an Excel spreadsheet. Well, not Excel, <laughs> Google Docs. <laughs> Dear God, I've already made one for next year too. I listed so like Wade. every game I was interested in playing. And then I also have like all the games from not this year that I played, but I didn't do a very good job of tracking it this year. I generally but thought you were joking the when you said that. No, 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 no. I have it marked like I have like green mark. I can post post it. He's in got it. He definitely does. I uh, my twenty twenty two game of the year is undoubtedly Elden Ring. It's like I Fair. I can't even yeah. put into words. Well, I can. I wrote down a. A synopsis of my thoughts. This man is about to wax poetic. I, I could put it into words if I wanted to. Well, no, I, initially I did write out like a whole thing, but I'm like, I don't want to just read from a script for this. So I just, I deleted like the two pages I had already written and just put it into bullet points. Two pages? Oh, damn. Okay. damn. Wow. I'm a very thoughtful individual. <laughs> you are. You are. That's why that's why we let Elden you Ring is Okay, so so why Elden, Elden Ring, Ring is yes. player-driven gameplay at its finest. The narrative is there, but you have to take it upon yourself to look for it and when you do, you are rewarded immensely through optional side quests that have universe-defining ramifications. As Kevin and I discuss on an episode of the Lore Party, Party podcast, um, every environment is distinct in terms of visuals and gameplay. You have the snowy mountaintops of the northern side. You have the Golden City of Landell. I think that's what it's called. You have the Scarlet 
rot infested Kalid. You have the the lush, vibrant greens of Limgrave and Lernia. Hold on, time out, time oh. out, time out, time no, out. What, I have what, to address. <laughs> I have to address like the beginning of what you said about oh my God. it being what? like something but you have to go and find it and then you're rewarded immensely i was like this just sounds like the uh like the boomer i've got to go get a job and stay at that job <laughs> all the way until pull i retire your, and then my pull yourself up by the bootstraps and play elden ring <laughs> have you considered a career but, in marketing wade because you're selling like, me on i'm gonna continue on that point because the exploration itself is incredibly rewarding every guaranteed like every hour or so you will find something that makes your jaw drop and go i thought i knew what this game was and now you're like doubling my expectations for the future and that happens every hour or so where like you turn a corner and it's like wait this goes here like i circumvented there's a point like the first major kind of like intended boss um you kind of go through the castle after you beat them and then you open up the gates and it's like oh welcome to the next area i actually discovered that way earlier because i was like oh what's what's that cliffside right there there's a bunch of wolves down there and then i go and i'm following this cliffside and i was just like man this is going on for a long time and the logical part of my brain was like this isn't worth it just turn back keep doing the thing that the game wants you to do i'm like no even if i die i'm gonna see where this thing goes and i kept <laughs> going and going and going and going and going and then on the on the screen just boom lernia of the lakes and it's just like should I be here right now? <laughs> no. And, and yeah, and, and that's what I love about Elden Ring is that it gives you the opportunity to make mistakes that you discover for yourself that are mistakes of just like you get this and the atmosphere is so thick. You immediately get the understanding of just like, I'm not ready for this. Let me go back and power up and then I'll be ready for this. And that's the other thing I love about Elden Ring is that like, it has the traditional FromSoft gameplay power creep of just, like, you kill enemies, you come back to base, you power up, and then killing those enemies is easier. But it applies it to, like, a Breath of the Wild-style, like, non-linear open world where it's like, this is technically the first boss, but it doesn't have to be. I'm not good at fighting this dude. I'm going to fight this boss over here instead, and then now I'm more powerful, and this boss that was giving me a hard time earlier piece of cake now and so it kind of circumvents the entire like oh from software games are too hard for me kind of argument because it's like this game is as hard or as easy as you want it to be pause that's um, a lie that is wholeheartedly oh cow oh boy <laughs> so, so, oh i'm gonna resume then just ignore him yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that I'm is, holding is. back some thoughts too, but that that I think that's a diversion for another oh. podcast. <laughs> well, okay, it's still not like it's the easiest FromSoft game oh, totally. or Souls-like game, in my opinion. Is. That I will probably give you because I yeah I tried like Dark Souls two, just could not get into it at all, and Elden Ring actually like I was a little bit more invested in, and I was able to get a little bit further into. Yeah, and I feel like there's so. actually like um, my yeah. last point is that. I think the power creep in this game is incredible, not because it just feels good to get powerful and look back at your journey and haha. Like they literally put the the a hard boss in the starting area, the tree sentinel that you you can try to mm -hmm. be and it's possible, but you're gonna get your ass kicked time and time again. And then you come back to that a few like ten hours later and it's a piece of cake and you're like, oh, look at how much I've grown. 
But I also feel that from a narrative and thematic point of view, this also makes sense because one of the major themes, like even in the beginning monologue, it's not oppressive like it is in the Dark Souls games. Like, get ready to die. This world sucks. <laughs> it's like, rise. Rise, ye tarnished. Um, yeah. He <laughs> and loves it's it. like, we, we want you to succeed. We want you to be good. We want you to feel like an Elden Lord at the end of this. And that's the thing. It's just reinforced yeah. by every single part of the game. Everything feeds into itself, and it's the best game, not only of this year, but dare I say of the past two years. And I mean, I mean, people were claiming that back when it first came out, right? Like it came out very early March, this year. March, I believe. February or March. March and yeah. <clears throat> yeah, February, March. And people were already like game of the year 2022. Yeah, it was, so yeah, it was like nothing, nothing could come out. And I, I loved God of yeah. War Ragnarok. I loved it. But playing it, I felt like <sighs> this is going to sound so either pretentious or shitty, but there was like an artistic quality that I felt was lacking in God of War Ragnarok. Damn. See, I played Elden Ring. I gave it two chances. It fuck, it was just too hard. Like I played Sekiro for a little bit, but Elden Ring was just like stupid hard. You know what I could say I, to that? Yeah. You know what I could say to Try that? Try harder. Get good. Skill issue. Oh, okay. Come in, come for me now. Yeah, there it is. Okay. The classic. Get I will good. say, get I, good. when I started, no, 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 I, started no, 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 I started as a samurai when I first played, and I was like, "Oh, this Dude, is kind of difficult." But then I heard that's now, the best all I start class, out, yeah. I mean, just a wretch. It's so much Dude, this, easier the, as the, a wretch. The the weapon ability where you sheathe it, and then oh my god, oh, that's pretty sick. Yeah. I gave Elden Ring a shot too, and it, I like I said earlier, it, it is probably the Souls game I've got like, or at least the From game I've gotten like the furthest into. Uh, I I'll just say I played Bloodborne for like 15 minutes and hated it. I'm sorry, I just really didn't like it. It was really dumb to me. Oh, uh, maybe I didn't give it like a legitimate shot, but I just, it was so boring to me that I just couldn't get into it at first. It didn't grab me. Elden Ring grabbed me a little bit better, um, and it definitely grabbed me better than Dark Souls 2 did. I also tried the Demon Souls remake that was on PS5 this Love year. Love that. Um, also didn't really... I mean, I liked it at first, but I, I got I got stuck on the first boss and just got frustrated and quit. So anyway, but no, Elden Ring, like, I appreciated more about it than probably any other From game I've played that's in the Souls-like genre, but I still kind of put it down and haven't gone back to it since, since uh, God Same. of War came out. And it's just... It's all about preference, you know, like some people it grabs, some people it doesn't. That's fine. Nothing wrong with that. I've got a hot take, um, man. Fortnite is better than Elden Ring, and it always will be. All right. Whoa. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Apples and oranges. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, is John Cena in Elden Ring? Is Mr. Beast in Elden Ring? <laughs> I can... As promised, we got us into some controversy and some fighting. Elden Ring is not a controversial pick. No, no, no. Just like, you know, we we had some fighting words for each other. I mean, it is no Fortnite. Yeah, Yeah, we did. Uh, all right. Well, on that point, oh, Kevin, I mean, I didn't you're get up, to my sir. Other... Yeah, oh. let him. Let him. Oh, 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 that was. Oh just... no, oh, no, 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 you're done, son. <laughs> no, no, the, the band, the band is playing. I'll be quick. I'll be quick. I'll be quick. I the Oscars okay. band is playing yeah, to wrap it like, up. That's I'll be enough. Quick. Let's go. Let's <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, we Shout got the wrap up music God of War, for you. Said, Shout out to Gran Turismo Seven, my most played game of the year, but uh, particularly uh, for my. It's not my honor. Well, it's a, it's an honorable mention. It's not my runner up. Is Pentiment by Obsidian. Love it. Mm. It's like it's basically a choose your own adventure book. Um, all the narratives have payoffs. That all the decisions have meaning and purpose, and they 
oh, it's so good. Um, and there's time management and character building that actually matters and encourages you to play through the game multiple times. Pentiment, play it. It's on Game Pass, the greatest deal in all of gaming. Uh, um, where's, where's I should have I, I just got like an Xbox like <laughs> pin to put on my hat. <laughs> Happy Easter, Xbox. Um, as Usher once said. I don't know. And Xbox then my, my non today. <laughs> <laughs> my non my non my non twenty twenty two my non twenty twenty two game of the oh, year. Oh shit, we didn't even get actually, there. Holy crap. Is is actually <laughs> I have I have words on this too. He's just reading off his Excel sheet at this point. We're stuck. Here, like, We're all the stuck. The brakes, the brakes are not working on this. <laughs> you don't understand. For past gen, the Insomniac series, it's already eighty please, pages long. Please mute this man. Jesus oh, Christ. Man. Oh, man. I love oh, Insomniac. Man. It's a, though, it's I get a it. book. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> Shin Megami Tensei Five. It's the only game I played on my Switch this year. On my Nintendo Wrapped, I played like two hours of Animal Crossing and an hour of Uno. But the only game I actually put any meaningful time my my Switch has cobwebs on it. But the only game I played this year in a meaningful capacity on my Switch was Shin Megami Tensei Five earlier in the year. Uh, it's a game that I love playing as much as I love saying the title of Shin Megami Tensei, Shin Megami Tensei, <laughs> Shin Megami Tensei 5. It's such a fun thing to say. Anyway, the atmosphere is oppressive, which is strange for like a Switch exclusive RPG. It's apocalyptic, it's dark, it's brooding, it's mean and evil. Um, the music's incredible with some atmospheric, like demonic slow jams, but also some club bangers. The RPG system like advances song. on some of the things. <laughs> An atmospheric, sure. depressing club banger. <laughs> well, it's, it's, yeah. Um, Bingo. It's a, actually a technical showpiece for the Switch, which kind of makes Pokemon Scarlet and Violet even more personally insulting to me. Um, because Shin Megami yeah. Tensei, bang, I was legitimately bang. stunned by how good it looks. I was like, this is on Switch. Um, the frame rate's ass so it needs a pc and ps5 and xbox version but um it's an actually visually impressive switch game um with so much to do the story is good um nocturne story is better um but holy shit do not sleep on shin megami shin megami tensei 5 if you are a jrpg fan and you have a switch take it on the go it's even better it's atlas you've done it again can't wait for Persona Six in 2028. Just threw in another game. I love. I love how you're machine gunning love and hate and extra games at us. Like this is this is. I'm getting whiplash. <laughs> yeah, like, like we are in the we are in the yeah. Wade verse right now. You told I, I I spent enough time on Elden Ring. I was like I gotta just. Oh shit! It's but amazing. my runner up for non 2022. Oh god! He, oh wait! A, oh no! You're done. You're done. Can't <laughs> no, no, be no. passing. Final, <laughs> Final Fantasy 10 HD. I made me cry. <laughs> Final Fantasy 10 HD. I've played it for the first time. I'm just going to leave. I'm just going to go. Okay. We're no, dragging We're, we're muting Wade now. for the remainder. Great. I'm we're, done. We're, I'm, we're, I'm we're done. cutting. <laughs> we're muting your mic. Yeah. The, the sound yeah. off music oh, is played. Man. You are banned. <laughs> the Oscars Chris, is officially three hours too long at this people, point. You know? <laughs> Al, Al Pacino. Al Pacino's <laughs> knees are given say, out in the. In you are you are banned just he's, like he's dying someone get to him. sit down for a drink of water. You're banned just like someone Salt get Bay him a from from like any soccer related <laughs> activities. Now you're banned. You've done too much. <laughs> Wade, thank you for for helping so many folks win there more Steam decks out go. there. 
But uh, let, let's turn to Kevin. Oh, I also want to thank. Oh no. no! Oh God! No! Oh God! No! I'll do. I'll do my honorable mentions first. That way, I can just rattle off the list. Um, honorable mentions. I'll say uh, Power Washing Simulator because come on, come on, you gotta. Um, I did. This game did came come out. I think it came out in like 2020. But they did, I think, I guess they officially released it. But it's that Vampire the Masquerade game. It's kind of like Fortnite. But you have powers and you can, like, run around this, like, European city. I think it's London. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. It's fucking sick. It's really fun. I had a really good time playing that. Um, Elden Ring's a given. Like, you know, whatever. We all, we've already talked about that. And then I just started playing the other day the Gundam Evolution game. And I was kind of really impressed with it uh gameplay was fun and just every uh, just i'm a gundam person so i i i liked it already um and then digimon survive i watched a lot of people play that and i think narratively it wasn't what people expected they expect you know they expected like turn-based kind of like pokemon kind of style or like the older digimon games this was so totally narration based and it was cool and i didn't play it yet but like i just watched people on twitch play it and I need to get the game because it's it's really cool. Um, and then my last honorable mention uh, would be the Evil Dead game. I play a lot of Dead by Daylight and like party games with my friends and stuff, um, like my Discord server and all that stuff. And so like Evil Dead though, like it's so fun. It's just ridiculous. It's like it's like Dead by Daylight, but like you could fight back. And there's just I don't know. It did feel repetitive at times because I think the maps were very limited, um, and there was a couple things that. I mean, it was a release, so it wasn't too crazy. But like the replayability, like it's just fun. So I really, I really like that. Um, but for me, the game that I like the most. Oh, and also Arceus. Like, yeah, cool. It's a fun game. But I liked it better than Scarlet and Violet. But um, oh, yeah. No, I, I like it. It was more. better. It was a lot better. Gameplay is just better. Just gameplay yeah. is better. Sure, like yeah, there's not a... as many Pokemon out running around, but like gameplay is just better. Yeah, it was way better. Um, yeah. I really like Stray. Like, I haven't beat it yet, but, like, Ooh, just, just to hang out and chill. Like, my dog was hanging on the couch, and my cat was just sitting there watching. And I'm just, like, relaxing. I had fun exploring, but also, like, just talking to, like, all these, you know, robots and stuff. Like, it's just fun to just kind of... It's There's a more intimate kind of feel because there's not as many. And so you kind of, like care about each different robot and like you know trying to find this robot's kid and then like trying to you know find a you know the guys with the paint buckets just like tossing paint buckets and then you got the robot on the bottom on the ground who's just like what the hell you know like it's ridiculous but it's funny and i just i don't know i I like the feel of of that intimacy in in the game um so i I just and i also just got my ps5 this year and i like you know can only play tetris effect so many times um, but <laughs> no, you can. Astro's I'm, playroom. I'm, I'm never <laughs> enough. Oh, but yeah, I really like Stray a lot. Um, Stray was great. I, I watched my wife play it. She well, was really I, into it this year. And uh, I misheard you. I, I misheard you. I thought you said you lost your wife to it. I was like, damn, <laughs> damn, <laughs> oh, damn. God. I mean, a little bit. She was really. <laughs> <into it>. but, <laughs> uh, like, I would just like yeah, catch bits and pieces of it. Uh, I remember like. She would be running away from the little swarm of, like, little, whatever, whatever those things are. And she would just, like, get really stressed out and yell, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so, like, 
it was fun. No, it was fun like experiencing it secondhand, and it seemed like a really memorable, really charming mm. little game. It's so it's definitely, uh, yeah. Well, relaxing until you get to the like the parts where you run yeah, away yeah, from yeah. the yeah, yeah. <laughs> bad guys. But yeah, um, I have so, a no, hot it's, take, it's but cool. I may hold my. Tongue. Oh uh, no! Let's hear it. it. Don't, Might as well. don't you dare talk shit about Stray. God damn it! I beat Pentiment. I beat Pentiment. I beat Pentiment, and I was profoundly bored. You stop his talking allocation. Oh, and so I didn't. I, I okay. Moving I on. Play uh, as much. I was just like, nah, it, I'm good. It, interesting. This Duly isn't noted. a game of the year. This no is disrespect. like this is the way to I'll fully admit it's a me thing. I'll fully admit it's a me thing. This is the way to awards. <laughs> it's not a stray thing. It's a me thing. Um, but yeah, so for games that I like, I like that you know didn't come out this year. There's a couple. Uh, I would say number one. I'm gonna just say Cyberpunk. Just because, like, I especially after all these updates and and stuff, the game's just stability is really good, and I like the changes that they made. And I, 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 I made a new save because I never actually beat it, but I made a new save because I said, "Screw it, I'm just gonna start over." And like, I'm at the like tower mission, at, but I love Jackie so much, so I'm just like, I'm just gonna not like, I'm just gonna. That's the end of the game right there. Oh damn, we made it to the bar, and now we're famous, and that's it. We're done. Um, but that's my number one, but then number two would be uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Like, I just, it's the most beautiful game I think I've ever played in my life. It's just gorgeous. It plays well. The atmosphere, the music, the artwork, even in the menus, like everything is just mwah, beautiful. Love it. So that's my number two. And then just like, I don't know, I've been playing, I always play like, I always come back to like Minecraft and like Frostpunk. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I, like those games just always pop up for me and I just continuously keep playing them. I have a love-hate relationship with Frostpunk um, and now they announced the second one so I'm excited for that. And yeah uh, now I have my Valve Index so now I'm just jumping into the VR world and that's just been a lot. So Is is Project Wingman VR? No, God. <laughs> oh, that would make um, me throw up. Let me check. I, oh, God. I think I heard that it was I've been watching a uh, like I saw check. Michael play Among Us in VR and know. like I'm curious I'm, I'm like I kind of want to do that like that just I tried it I saw a clip on Twitter it was of it was a game of Among Us and some kid was saying whoever can do the best gritty is not <laughs> God the, is not the uh, imposter and that like broke my brain for a few minutes I just couldn't really process anything properly like wait what, what the fuck did I just see uh, oh that's how kids was... establish a hierarchy so you know yeah I, mean, I tried no man's sky yeah. I tried no man's sky and I was just like oh shit Where's... In VR? yeah it was it wasn't that In bad was that what good? was annoying was like yeah. it wasn't like controller based I like straight up had to like grab on to like the thrusters and like pull back and, like do and I was like oh shit um but mm-hmm. the one game that I have gotten VR sickness before was, um, oh, what the hell is it? I can't think. What's the one where you're looking for ghosts in a house? Holy shit. Um, Luigi's uh, Mansion. No. No. <laughs> I know what you're thinking <laughs> of. Phasmophobia? <laughs> yeah, Phasmophobia. I played Phasmophobia. And Mm-mm. it was, for some reason, it was so, like, fluid that I instantly started feeling sick. And I, but I, I started a match and I was like, well, I'm not going to leave and, you know, leave these people high and dry. So I'm just sitting there like this the whole time playing. I finished the match and we won, but I was just like, fuck. So yeah. Couldn't pay me to play that just shit. Just sit in the, the trunk. Oh, I, as soon as I got into the house, I instantly was like, 
this is a mistake. One, because I feel terrible. And two, holy shit, I'm scared. Like, it was really terrible. As soon as you get in the house and it's dark and you're just, like, looking around, you're like, ah, shit. Um, VR is fun. I like VR. I'm enjoying it. Word. I can confirm no. Project Wingman does uh, have a VR mode or does have get a that forty dollar flight stick Top Gun Maverick bundle. There you go. Just call me Rooster from now no, on. No. <laughs> yeah. uh. Awesome. All right, thanks, Kevin. Avery, you're up. I'm gonna take my time now. Wait, Wade has cleared the path for me. <laughs> so, the 2022 game of the year that I have is I was a teenage exo colonist. Um, I was really hyped for it when I saw it announced basically on the title and the banner alone. I was like, this seems like it's going to be really amazing. I ended up buying it when we actually did Extra Life. Um, and I bought it at the same time as another game. Started playing the other game, swapped to Exo Colonist. And from that moment on, I was just like gone. I was in it for like three to four weeks I didn't do anything else I didn't talk about anything else I just sat every evening for like five or six hours and just played this game and then talked about it so it's basically um a science fiction branching narrative time loop game um and you start off you're basically this character who is in some variation called soul um and you are 10 years old, you're on a ship that is heading towards what everyone thinks is like a vacant planet. Although of course, when you get there, it isn't vacant, there is alien life. Um, and you basically go around interacting with the other characters. Um, you can do various things to spend your time in the seasons and the years. So you can do like learning engineering or agriculture going on um, expeditions, stuff like that. And depending on what kind of route you go down, you learn different things about the planet. You can romance other characters. There's like so much in it. And of course, when I got to both, <laughs> both of my games are quite romance focused in a way, which I think says a lot about me. I was just like, love the romance options, fell in love with the characters. The art for the game is literally stunning. It's just like, very like pastel shaded soft hope punk mm -hmm. solar punk type future which are all the things that i'm really into um and with the main character soul at the beginning of the game this is the only game i have ever played where there was a gender slider Ooh. wow and not only was there a gender slider there's a gender presentation slider so you could identify as like she her they them or he him and then you could have like femme, masculine, or androgynous gender presentation. Wow. And you can change them at any point in the nice. game. So you yeah. can also canon have trans characters and have your gender and your gender presentation fluctuate. And I was just like, this is the only game I've ever played where I can actually get as near to my identity as I possibly can. In the romance options, you could be monogamous, you can be polyamorous, like there are so many options. The only, the only thing, the only thing that I had an issue with is that both of my romance options, one was monogamous and one was polyamorous. Mm. <laughs> so I ended up having yeah. to choose between the two of them. And I was like, I don't love that. Um, but overall, it's just a very good soundtrack's amazing 
characters are amazing. Everything about it is just like so nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah. I played it three oh, times in a row. Cool. Back to back. So that's that one. Very, very cute. Go and play it. Um, and then this is when the excitement like <laughs> goes through the roof. So my 20, um, my, or my game of the year that I played in 2022 that I have become like so deeply obsessed with that's probably a little bit unhealthy is Final Fantasy 15. Let's go. <laughs> no, 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 no. Finally, someone else. Holy shit, we've I made it. <laughs> just like... <laughs> to... To have gone the past like six years or something, I had no idea. All I knew, there's a blonde <laughs> guy, he's called Prompto, he's voiced by Robbie Damon. That's it. That's the extent of my knowledge. Didn't know anything else. Wasn't interested. Never played a Final Fantasy game. Wasn't interested in playing one. And then like literally like I think two weeks ago, Everyone my should. best friends just was like, hey, you know, you really should play Final Fantasy 15. Not interested. Okay, here, let us pitch it to you like this. It is a um, road trip of a bunch of guys who are clearly really gay and in a polyamorous <laughs> situation with each other. And I. <laughs> it literally starts with Lean on Me as they're all like grunting and sweating and helping each other out. Like. <laughs> I was just like, how did you not tell me this six years ago? I would have been there at the minute you said it's like gay boys on a road trip absolutely there for it and then they were like oh by the way there's this one particular character you will love <laughs> and they sent me a picture and i was yeah. just like why did you leave this for six years if you had shown me that character i would have just played it i didn't need any context it's one of those games though like you had like it really encourages exploration because like the first time <clears throat> i played it i got to the end of it and like i didn't have any of the shit like the I didn't engine have any blade? of like the special weapons or anything, and I was like level sixty, so like I was getting my ass. I didn't get had I didn't have shit, and I was just getting like my, my ass whooped. It was absolutely terrible. Well, and I think the thing that the thing that I really liked about it as well is that a as someone who has never been interested in Final Fantasy, it was a lot easier to play. It's not turn based. It's live action fighting. The narrative is really good. The characters are really good. And unlike a lot of the other open, the, the beef I have with open world games at the moment is they're just you know, hundreds of hours. But this, I, I completed it in like 30 hours. You can do a bit of exploration or you can just focus on the story and you can just kind of zoom through it. And then you can go back and you can replay bits and you can build on it like that. The overall narrative. I actually understood what the fuck was going on in a Final Fantasy game for the first time. And then it's those little well, moments, you know, setting up camp, going fishing, driving around in your car for hours. Um, and it's just, yeah, so good. And also the last thing I want to say is just one of the things that has been really great is that even though I'm coming to it six years down the line, the fandom is still very active. People still really want to talk about it. I posted something on Tumblr and was like, I just finished I just finished playing this and I'm so emotional. And immediately loads of people were like, oh, um, welcome to the fandom. Here's some tissues. Come on in. So that's also a really good thing. Um, I don't even think I have any honorable mentions. Just the two of those games 
Oh, cool. <laughs> nice. Well, that's great. Thank you for sharing. In Discord, uh, I want to shout out, I, I want to read out some team members who shared their games of the year who couldn't be on this recording. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure we read those as well. The first one is from Caleb, who couldn't be on the recording today, but he did write a little bit for us to read in the Discord, so I'm going to read it. His pick for the best game released this year is Triangle Strategy on the oh, Switch, yeah. I believe, uh, which he wrote is also known as, quote, Octopath Emblem Sin 2, <laughs> which I think is a joke about <laughs> <laughs> Octopath Traveler, Fire Emblem, and Divinity Original Sin 2. Mm -hmm. um, so Caleb wrote that the story and gameplay were both excellent and creatively implemented. And that's all he had to say about that. Triangle strategy. The best game that he played this year that didn't necessarily come out this year was Persona 5 Royale. And Caleb wrote that for reasons known and understood by many people before me who have talked about how good Persona 5 is. So he's really punting this one to the public here. Everyone has praised Persona 5 for many, many years, considered one of the best JRPGs ever made. And for those same reasons, Caleb loved it as well. And he loved playing it this year. Michael also typed up his real quick. So I'll read what he wrote as well. Michael wrote that my games of the year are Stardew Valley, a relaxing game of endless wonder and joy, Kentucky Route Zero, which is hard to put into words, but there will never be a game like it again, Resident Evil 4 VR, which is my favorite way to play a perfect game, Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fortnite no builds, baby. Uh, Fortnite no builds specifically, that game mode. Uh, the only game that feels truly next gen. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Shout out to the man gang. Man gang. <laughs> no, I can't with the Fortnite. I, I have never spent uh, money on that game. I only play because like you all are like, come play Fortnite. I'm like, fine. Or like my other friends are like, come play Fortnite. I'm like, fine. The only time I will ever spend money. Gotta spend money. The only time I will ever spend money. It's the when they come out with the Power Rangers like skins and all that, I'll It'll fucking happen. buy all of it. But other happen. than that, yeah, that that that's that's guaranteed, guaranteed to happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, well, we are running a bit long, but that's a okay. Uh, I'm gonna rattle off my picks, and then I have one question for each of you, which you have to answer in one in one sentence. Okay, dude. Um, Wait, are you gonna be able to handle that? I'm sorry. I consider my. <laughs> I know they call it one sentence Wade over here. You Wade's know. <laughs> <laughs> no. I know you a have eight pages writer, uh, you know, ready to go. Locked and says many things in few words. So I will live up to this task. Okay. okay. <laughs> great, great. Okay, so very quickly, I did want to share my picks. My game of the year that I played this year that didn't come out this year is Red Dead Redem Redemption 2. Much like Caleb, I will punt this to the rest of the zeitgeist. Everyone already knows why Red Dead 2 is yes. incredible. I love it for all of those reasons, and I can't believe I waited this long to play it. My runner-up this year is Disco Elysium, also yes. a very good game. Everyone knows why it's good, why it's so unique. I've never quite played a game like it, it, and I don't know that I ever will again. It, it was it was a wild experience. Um, my game of the year picks for the ones that came out this year were tough because, uh, as most people on this call notoriously know, I never buy games full price. I always wait like years for the sale. Hashtag patient gamer. So the only games I bought this year, I think, were Pokemon Arceus at the start of the year. Uh, I will say 
not particularly a great game, but I liked the fact that it pushed the boundaries of what a Pokemon game can be and for once experimented with the formula in a way that wasn't just like, we added Z evolutions, aren't you happy? So I, I will commend it for that. I, I like it more than Scarlet and Violet. I also bought Violet. Haven't beat it yet because <laughs> it's it's a terrible mess and everyone already knows. I'm in the that. first but, area yeah. still in Arceus and I have filled all the stars yeah. because I was just running around the first area collecting. Yeah, it, it's fun. The gameplay loop is fun. It, it, you know, it's a bit simplistic and it could have used a bit more complexity and some more features and whatever. But like, Isn't it as a kind of like Monster Hunter where you have like a base yeah. you have to like return yeah. to? Yeah, it's yeah. Basically yeah, yeah, there's a home base. Monster. Yep. Ooh, um, so I, I liked like that. that they experimented like with that. the formula and then took some of those lessons and are implementing them into the mainline game. So I want to encourage Game Freak to continue experimenting. Uh, and because, to take their time. And that, and much more, much more could be said there, but uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll wrap it up there. I will say my runner-up for the game that did come out this year, I can't really say it's a game of the year because I only played a couple hours, but Wade, you reminded me of it. I downloaded Pentiment from Game Pass a while back and I only played a couple of hours and was immediately sucked into it. And it's like you said, it's a very simple, like choose your adventure game on the surface, but you know, you get an hour or two in and you're like, there's way more going on here. And wait till till you keep going. Yeah. So based on what you said earlier, wait, I'm excited to, uh, to play it and and complete it. Um, So those are my picks for 2022. To wrap up our conversation today, I know this was not planned, but I want to spring it on all of you as a final question to wrap up. Looking ahead to 2023, I know there's a ton of games coming out next year that we all want to play. I'm only going to allow you to pick one, and you have to, <laughs> and you have only one. Fuck. That you're gonna that you're gonna say you're most excited for on at least on this recording today, and. Uh, a sentence or two. Wade, why? We will ban you, Wade. If you talk to him. I don't even need a sentence. So I don't and, even need a he sentence. He says that like exactly. he has said that like eight times. I should drink. <laughs> I should literally drink every time you say that. I got three words. That's all it need. That's all it'll take. Yeah. Um, okay. So l- let's uh, let's actually go in backwards order this time for this. Avery, twenty twenty three. What are you looking most forward to? Baldur's Gate three. Played it in early access, so hyped for it, love it, love the characters, really like the first chapter, really excited to see Hell yes, hell yes. Kevin? Mega Man Battle Network Legacy, it's just, I'm excited Mm. to not only relive the whole story, but also I'm glad that it's getting like a modern, uh, it's getting brought back into the modern world so we can all finally now play online and it actually feels like you're in the game IRL because you know phones and shit just like what Lawrence and I have talked about yeah I've I've wanted Mega Man on my Switch for years it's TV too what am I TV Wade I got three words for you he's already used them all (laughs) (laughs) he's already used them all all the words no no go for it Wade let's hear it Street Fighter Six, nice, beautiful. Right. I mean, the beta was your game of the year for 2022, so the full game Let's must go. be. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. That's all. A man of his word. <laughs> all right, Lawrence. I only promised three words. Um, I would. I would have said um, 
I was actually Mega Man is is what one I would have said, but actually I've been thinking about it, and what I am most excited about is fucking Spider Man Two. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, Spider Man Two. That's about yeah. to be fucking amazing. We're finally going to continue the original story. We'll probably get some Venom in there. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, much oh. better upped graphics. We get Peter and Miles. Like it's going to be fucking great. Can't wait. Yeah, give me that Venom suit. Ugh. Connor. Oh, um, definitely Jedi Survivor. Ooh. Um, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. also, mm-hmm. also a bit of a sleeper pick is Company of Heroes 3. I'm looking mm. forward to oh, both yeah. of those next year. Yeah. Classic RTS. I loved mm. the OG Company Love of Company of Heroes. Great, great, great uh, franchise. Michael, Michael in the Discord, who's actually listening in live to this, <laughs> which I love, uh, he also... <laughs> threw out his pick for the most excited in 2023 and it's Hades 2 yeah. oh, which I Hades think many 2. of us on this call yes. can also say yes oh that's not next yeah, year yeah it's though, it? probably early access it's, yeah year, I think though. it's early access well, well, that'll be yeah. uh, you know, play one. Yeah, it, it'll probably be like a early access 23 and then official launch in 24 but we'll Could I buy Hades that's one Michael's on pick for next Switch year or PC yeah yes objectively either one just just buy it anywhere doesn't matter enjoy it just bu- yeah. bye enjoy bye. your life. <laughs> Bring joy into your life and play Hades. Didn't want yeah, to get a for Steam Deck. Yeah. Um, Lawrence has a hot take, but he's holding back. I can see it. Lawrence <laughs> is out. For 20, uh, I will say for 2023, um, Connor t- took mine, but it, it was uh, Jedi Fallen Survivor. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll, I'll add then the other. There's so many games, but I'll add that the other one that I'm really looking forward to that no one has said is Fire Emblem Engage, which mm. maybe is controversial because a lot of people are shitting on it, but. I think it looks good. I loved Three Houses, and Engage looks like more of Three Houses, which is what I want. So oh. I'm looking forward to Fire Emblem. I do have another game. Okay, say it very quickly. Uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Mm. Oh, I was waiting yeah, for it. I was like, yeah. where is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. We're, we're all so used to not being hyped for it, you know? Tra- I was kind of... Res- ourselves not yeah. to think about it. Yeah, I just... I kind of respected <laughs> that, like, no one was going for the easy answer here. I, w- I was like, ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. 2023 is stacked. Yes. This conversation next year is going to be, like, five hours We're long. eating good next year. <laughs> we Dude, are you indeed. thought I had words for Elden Ring? Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right, well, 20, 2023 is going to be a great year. Uh, let's wrap up the discussion there. Thank you all for hopping into this recording and for sharing your your hot takes, your cold takes, your room temperature takes, and everything in between. And uh, it's clear that we all played a lot of great video games this year, and it's going to be a super fun 2023 as well. Oh, yeah.